0: The Missing Intelligence Podcast is part of the Acast Creators Network.
1: What do you call a sexuality where you're attracted to both men and women, but they're not attracted to you?
0: I don't know, what do you call it?
1: By yourself.
0: Nah, very good. (laughs) Why
1: did the non-binary prospector head to the West? I don't know because uh, there was gold in them their hills in them their
0: hills what's worse
1: what's worse than two girls running with scissors on. two girls scissoring with the runs
0: <laughs> oh, that's nasty <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Missing Intelligence Podcast. My name is Joe Barker and I'm joint with Joint I'm joint at the hip with Michael Hobley. Hey mate. We What's are two up? friends with a lot to say, but nobody to say it to Michael. No, Michael can join Tween. Twin. Tween. How tween. are you? <laughs> I'm alright. I'm alright.
1: I've um I've been keeping notes again, like I did last week. Oh good. I've not really been up to much, but there's been things that have been crossing my mind which I would like to discuss with you, if that's okay. Are you all mm-hmm. right with
0: that? You oh. far away.
1: First, well, I'll tell you the first thing that's actually happened. Um, my advent calendar arrived.
0: Oh, yes, you got the... Um, Le Brew Dog. Le Dog advent calendar. Ish. Um, and it has I was going to say, on... have you had any yet? But it's not the first of December. No, You're no. I've,
1: I've got a beer in my hand now, purely because I'm really in the mood <laughs> for a beer. Because oh, okay. waking up every morning is by my face. Oh. Um, But it's a big old thing. Mm. It comes up to, like, just above my waist, if you stand it long lengthways. Um, it has the most wonderful time for
0: beer on the side. Oh, nice. So it's basically my height? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Is um, it full cans or just the little cans? They're pint cans, it looks like, oh. or it seems like. And um, I think it comes with a glass, doesn't it, as well? Yeah,
1: and I was very let down with the glass. Oh, really? Mm,
0: well, it's, but, it's, Hold on, it... you haven't opened it already, have you?
1: I've taken the glass out. <gasps> Yeah. Cause that's not that's not that's not one of the
0: days. Oh, is it not one of the doors? No. Well oh, no, it I is it would. is one of
1: the doors, but it's not one of the days.
0: Oh, see, I thought you would get the glass on day one. No. Nah. And then get pissed from two till no, no, twenty five. You,
1: you got twenty no, you got twenty four days of being pissed. Oh, 24 24, days because 'Cause twenty five you get pissed anyway,
0: so Yeah, it's very true. But you got nothing um, to get pissed on now. We all know how much you love getting pissed on. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you're not supposed to tell... I
1: said that to you in confidence, <laughs> all right?
0: I, could, I, was, I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> um,
1: but no, yeah, I was really let down with the glass. It's not a pint glass. It's like a heart. You know you know what you got me in my groomsman box that you made for us? That that little glass. Oh, yes. It's exactly yeah. the same as that. Literally oh, really? the same glass with Brewdog written on it.
0: Oh, that's sucks. yeah.
1: yeah. But I, I said to Uncle Disco that perhaps they've been listening to the pod because perhaps they heard taking the piss out of me with my two my half
0: pints. Yep. yeah. So maybe. Exactly. Maybe,
1: maybe they know I can't manage a full pint.
0: Well, that's it. Maybe it's, it's it, yeah, it works out all for the best.
1: Yeah. But I'm excited to start that and I'm sure I'll let you know. I'll tell you what the beer is because there's different beers here for every day. Mm-hmm. Like different style. Yep. So I'll make note of them, and I'll leave a little bit of a note, and we can go through that every week.
0: Yeah, the that'd be nice. Be
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's the first thing. Second thing is... Uh, okay, I need to remember what I meant with this. Ah, right. So I was I was making my sandwiches for lunch, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about butting... But, butting? Buttering. Butting. <laughs> Buttering bread etiquette. Okay, right. All right. Now, yes. I know you're partial to bread and butter, Joe. Yes, I do like a bit of bread and butter, yeah. Yeah. When you butter your bread, you have your loaf, right? Mm-hmm. Do you just grab the top one, butter it on the top side, or do you flip it? Especially when you make for a sandwich, particularly uh, I, when you make for a sandwich.
0: I think it's because, you see, because I don't eat the crust end. Right. Yeah, get a, a loaf of bread, you've got two crust ends. Yeah. So I think I naturally flip it as I pull it out from underneath the first slice.
1: The reason why I ask this is because I think the reason why I flip it is because subconsciously I'm thinking that's where the knife went down and you're putting those two faces together, you know, rather than – so you've got the two – my hands, listeners, I'm putting my hands up as like pieces of bread, right, Joe? So that's how it is. Yeah. So you wouldn't butter this side. You'd butter this side that is the spacing side
0: to the next loaf of bread. No, nice. I don't. I don't do that. No? You just Because if I'm making a sandwich, I'll pull out two slices, mm. plonk them on the plate, butter, move that top slice, butter the next one. Yeah, no, I flip it. So I'm doing fronts on both.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. You know how, like I was saying about hands in your pockets or hands in your <laughs> jacket, same thing.
0: Talk about do you flip it or do that I wear women's jeans yeah. Yeah. but I do buy women's bread Mike <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was going to say do you use the plastic children's knives
0: yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> a, what all of my a, cutlery is <laughs> a, a,
1: a spork or whatever they are
0: <laughs> well it's, it's, it's attached with a bit of string to my uh, high chair so that I can't drop it <laughs> So I just have to use that one. <laughs>
1: you should get one of those bibs that have to, like the catcher in
0: it. Um, yeah, I'm way ahead of you. Attaching it on string every week. So I thought about that. Mm-hmm.
1: And then yesterday I went around Uncle Disco's house and we had a lovely little roast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we was talking about my auntie had a bit of a coming together with her car and someone else's car. Right. And I got us on the conversation of some statistics, statistics right. um, with driving. And I learned that the time of year when the clocks, like the daylight savings time of year, is when statistically there's more accidents on the road. Because particularly when it goes for the winter one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when the clocks are back. Because when you're normally driving, the sun will be up there. Yeah. But then an hour, when you change the clocks on an hour, it's in it's down a little bit. It's in your eyes, which you it takes a little bit wild getting used to because you wouldn't actually go and put the anyway there's that there's um could
0: it be as well because if the clocks have gone backwards or forwards people got up the wrong time and are rushing into work this is also it so it's it's lack of sleep or like
1: rushing and that kind of stuff there's that with the winter one it happens at the time when you're just going back to school so there's more people on the roads for the school runs and that yeah um and then the weather. Obviously, it's the time of year where it starts raining a lot and the leaves it's are falling and all the rest. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I learned that. And then that, that reminded me that you're more likely to get into a crash or get rear-ended, rather, um, if you're in a red car. Is that because of the popularity of the red car? I I think this is down to, like, like per capita or, you know, how they you know how they do the statistics but it's because the, of the red lights if you're not particularly concentrating that hard the red lights sort of blend in with the car and you don't tell that
0: the brakes are going on okay got you on. so that's yeah your statistic your t- where is it it will stand out more against a black car or a white car yeah and yeah i was gonna say also you're statistically less likely to get into a crash in a white car
1: oh which I thought was odd. I thought yellow would be it, um, not because there's less
0: yellow cars. Because it's like way, hazardous but... color. Yeah. like Well,
1: naturally, your brain sees yellow first before everything else. Oh, okay. It's the most recognizable that's color. That's interesting, the and I guess yeah. that's
0: why they do hazards and signs and stuff in yellow. Mm.
1: There's also a theory Ever. in football that uh, the reason why like the Brazil team
0: done has done so well is because their kit's yellow. Oh. Um, there you go. So England just needs to change their kit to yellow, and we'll be well away. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Bring it on. Yeah, <laughs> Gareth, pull your finger out. <laughs> yeah. So I,
1: yeah. So that was, that was something that happened. And then the last thing is, I was having a conversation with someone, and we were discussing a question that this person was having amongst their friend friend group. And I want to throw this question to you, Joe. Oh, go for right, it. We're going to get a bit um, insightful, risque. Oh. Is that, is that the word?
0: I don't like, know. We tread in that line. Kind of, yeah. Um, does head count as sex? No, foreplay.
1: Okay, right. So, the discussion we were having was, obviously, it's, it's oral sex, right? hmm But you're saying it's foreplay. I agreed with that point that it's foreplay. hmm Right. Because if you're a virgin and you're a woman, if you give someone head, you you still haven't popped your cherry. Yeah, you know. But then the question, that the, like retort to that is, what about lesbian couples?
0: Mm. I don't know how much I can say on here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was half expecting you to just go, nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My mum, dad, sister, and fiance listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all grown ups. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I. I've got to leave it at I think it counts as foreplay because I think um, in, sex is for penetrative. That's sex.
1: Okay, so that was another point that was brought up. Oh,
0: God, here we go. <laughs> I thought I would quickly swoop past that. So, <laughs>
1: you are technically penetrating the mouth. I'm bright red. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what oral sex is, isn't it? It's okay. penetrative of the mouth. Now, if you if your next retort is, oh, it has to be, you know, penis to vagina, then what mm-hmm. about anal sex?
0: Four play. Does that, does that, four play? <laughs> just getting in the mood <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's interesting what,
1: where the line is i
0: think i don't know between... I, I think it I, in my head i'm thinking if it leads to creation of life that's sex you can't lead to creation of life okay. via the mouth or anus.
1: Okay, but then what about same-sex couples? Back to that question.
0: Oh God, I can't answer that. <laughs> I, 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 why are you embarrassed? No, it's not embarrassing.
1: To quote, to quote but a, a kind very popular of like, film amongst our generation, I think that because is my American answer
0: Pie. Is kind of could be misconstrued as been just having a discussion i suppose because you're
1: not not damning all the homosexuals to an early grave or something no 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 we're not we're just discussing where the line is between head and sex
0: (laughs) who is this girl you're talking to (laughs) she sounds very loose (laughs) Um. (laughs) oh god um I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't say that I've thought about this a lot.
1: I I remember being in sex education and Mm. the teacher saying that oral sex counts as sex. It's a type of sex. Right. But I would also deem it as a type of foreplay. Because when was the last time you had head and you finished purely by doing head?
0: You're not going to answer this, are you? No, I'm not going <laughs> to I haven't done that much because I'm not married.
1: That was so believable, Joe. <laughs> I'm totally on board with you. I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you. You're so yeah, pure yeah, of heart.
0: Unbelievable. This is so not right. I'm going to pray for about three hours after this. Yeah, I'm going um, to have memories, I reckon. Because I'm so religious. <laughs> um ah uh, sex is what you make of it michael and i think that um whatever makes you happy uh, is is what is good for you within reason yes yeah yes yes <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> as long as gonna, within the confines of the law
1: i was <laughs> just, 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 just gonna throw that caveat because i know what you're like you heathen
0: yes Oh, God. Oh, fuck, it will be soon sponsored by Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Talking like that. <laughs> no, Kelly.
1: <laughs> right. So, before, before we get...
0: Is that enough of that now? Can we... Can yeah, let's move on. on How are you, Joe? I'm good. <laughs>
1: um... What have you been up to? Clear not head.
0: I've been innocently <laughs> um catching up on some Disney news mike
1: <laughs> <sighs> Whatever floats your boat mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not hurting anyone. And it's within the confines of the law. <laughs> <sighs> Dan, Danny's gonna love this, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> She's never gonna look at a Disney film the same way again. No. Um so Mike, moving <laughs> swiftly on. Um the yeah, go actors, on, what are you watching? The the actors' strike has finally come to an end. Yes, I heard about this. Yes, so um I did wanna save this until we added a little bit more detail, but unfortunately it's very few and far between what it seems like at the moment is mainly the, the actors strike was mainly around, um, AI stuff, similar to the writer's strike. So basically they, the, uh, the big Hollywood companies have now agreed that they will not be using AI, uh, to replace actors going forward, Good, which good. is very, very good. Very good. Um, so what does
1: that, what does that mean for who was that one actor?
0: Whose family gave him permission? Uh, yes, that was James Dean.
1: Yeah, what, what does it mean for that then?
0: I think that might be different because um, it's his family plus the the um, whoever's making the film, whether it be Warner Brothers, it probably not Disney. Um, but who, yeah, they will have to pay something to the families they can't just take old actors because it yeah, but, it, it kind of cons- isn't that that is
1: not thats an ai actor taking the job of
0: someone who is alive you know it is but money's is being exchanged it's more to stop um them from just basically getting ai to create a face right. and then great getting ai to create a voice and then that way in the future we don't have to pay for actors at all
1: that's true. It would be interesting
0: to see a fully AI film, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it would, it would be. be pramped, I'm sure but it'd be interesting. Yeah, well, obviously, this is an agreement with a big Hollywood um, company. So I imagine, like, there, there could be some kind of art piece that, mm. that someone could create and put it through to Sundance or some such. I but... reckon that should be like a Love Death Robots or Black Mirror. Yeah, episode. it could be. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, Black Mirror would be cool. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know because it's Netflix, isn't it? Um, So I think they're part of the the Hollywood. um,
1: Well, I don't know, because thingy driver, Adam Driver was saying how he was lambasting likes of Netflix and Apple and stuff for not going with smaller studios with the whole sag thing. Do you remember? Do you remember we were talking about that? Oh, right. Yeah. I he, he had that. a film that come out with a smaller studio and they, they were going with all the sag agreements and stuff. Yeah. Why can't the big studios do this?
0: Yeah. 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 Perhaps then. We will have to wait and see, I suppose. Um but now the mo- um the writer strikes over, Mike, we've we've got a lot of movement inside the MCU. Um a lot of this news now going forward is well, I say a lot of it. It is all basically updates <laughs> on the MCU. Uh, what well, I'm going to start off with, my, I'll give you a little bit of background into what happened um, when Bob Chaymack took over from Bob Iger as the head of of um, Disney, the CEO of Disney. All of the Bobs. Yes, all of the Bobs. So Bob Chaymak, when he came in off the back of um, uh, Endgame and all the money that they made from that, basically – changed the release schedule and said, right. Our plan going forward is that at all times we're either going to have a Marvel film in the cinema, or we're going to have a Marvel show streaming on Disney plus. Um, we've talked about this before, Mike, where because of that, we've now kind of diluted the MCU. Um, there's no excitement for any new films. Um,
1: well, I mean, the Marvels have completely tanked, really, haven't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So the Marvels um, actually had the worst opening, and now uh, the biggest second week drop off of any MCU film. Well, wow. and again, there's a, there's a mixture in my, in my opinion. There's there's a mixture of things that have caused this. the The actors' strike and not being able to promote properly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the poor reception of the miss marvel film as well the poor reception of the most things yeah sorry the, the captain marvel film and the poor reception of the miss marvel and like you say the, the poor reception of, of the movies that we've had lately mike um for love and thunder um wasn't received very well and we'll get into that more into that in a little bit um you've also had uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, which was poorly received. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only one really that's that's had a a, a big um, a big opening is is Guardians of the Galaxy, especially this year was, was Guardians of the Galaxy. The TV shows, the quality of the TV shows, apart from um, Loki season two, have yeah. seriously dropped off in quality um, over the the course of the year. So, again, I think what they were doing with the release schedule, it definitely diluted it. And, and nobody's excited to see the next Marvel film because we're just getting I too do, much of it. There's, no, there's mean, nothing
1: to look forward to. I do also wonder how much of it is, i is. I'll just wait for it to come on Disney+.
0: Plus. There is that as well. Yeah, of course. Of course. When you, yeah, because everyone's expecting it now. It was different yeah. before when you had to wait for it and then it come out on DVD and you, and you had to buy the DVD. But yeah. now, like you say, um, people were just happier to, to wait that little bit longer and watch it in uh, indoors. Um, however, Bob Chay-Mack, um he steps aside and uh, welcome back Bob Iger, who is now back as Disney president.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and Disney have released their updated list for their MCU films for next year. We are getting one MCU film next year. Oh, which one's that? Which is Deadpool
1: 3.
0: (laughs) Which is much better. Much better. And then going into the following year, at the moment there's three releases, but um, as we'll get further into, I think a a couple of those are going to be pushed back still even further into maybe 2026. Right. Yeah, Mike, I know that you've obviously been quite passionate about this and the fact that marvel and the mcu are kind of overdoing it at the moment so yeah are you happy to hear that that they're reducing their their schedules now well
1: it, it's it's not so much it wasn't so much how often they were doing it it was the quality of it but i think it's the quality is probably being lacking because of how often they're making shit and they're just probably just
0: being spread thin
1: burn yeah burning the candle at both ends um, yeah. So I can't imagine this will harm things because, you know, it allows more time to spend on individual projects. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm still sceptical. Yeah. Because I think think Disney have very, very, very much got their claws into this and aren't going to let it go Mm -hmm. to just one man and his great ideas.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, So my next bit of news is that Deadpool is back filming. Uh, yeah. Pretty much as soon as the actors strike finish. They yeah. actually were, were back on set before Thanksgiving. Nice. Um, so they are still ready to hit the, um, the release date of next year, which is the 26th of July.
1: Ooh.
0: Yes. Um, the films, films that have been pushed back uh, include Fantastic Four, which has been pushed back to May 2nd, 2025 um Captain America which has been pushed back temporarily to uh, February 14th 2025 but there may still be movement on that um right. and Blade which is be, uh, sorry Thunderbolts which has been pushed back to July 25th 2025 and um Blade which is November 7th 2025 Blade has gone back into pre-production again um because they just do not know what's happening with that so (laughs) that's another one that i think is probably going to get pushed back uh even get get wesley's wesley wesley schneider wesley snipes back getting back in yeah 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 well i mean with the multiverse stuff there there's potential for that i suppose (laughs) um so going back that's that's winding me up that is i know it is getting a bit (laughs) silly now um Mm. But going back to Captain America, um, the reason why that might get pushed back again is apparently that they have been forced to do some extensive reshoots following poor test screening scores, um, <laughs> which is actually including several of the major scenes from the film. So wow. it looks like they're basically going back to scratch what, with that film. Did they say what the re- reactions were? Like, Is it the um, writing? Is it the performance? Is it the CGI? so they said it didn't live up to the standards of mcu right so i reckon it's a bit of all of the above i'd love to be a part of these audiences to get to test it Mm. yeah definitely but i don't know because it's only the early um, test screenings they tend to you tend to get an unfinished movie so they probably wouldn't be judging it fully on the uh, on on the um cgi because story, a lot of that wouldn't yeah. have been done yet so they'll you'll still get yeah. a lot of scenes that are shot on you'll just see the shots on yeah. on the um uh, green screen um so i think it's probably going to be more about like major plot beats and stuff like that right. that're just not being hit or it's just generally boring yeah Yes. Hmm. Um, some some other big movements, Mike, is um, there's a lot of buzz about Jonathan Majors being dropped. Yes, Kang. I've heard this. Um, so Disney had a meeting recently and some insiders have said that, yes, Disney are pretty much 90 percent going down the route of replacing Kang with a different villain um apparently an insider also said that jonathan majors when he signed his contract with the mcu to play kang um one of the caveats in the contracts was that nobody else could play a version of kang and that jonathan majors had to play all of the versions of kang yeah um i don't know how true that is take that with a pinch of salt because in the loki film we did see a version of kang that was a A young child so there must have been some kind of movement on that but i think it's to say that he can't be replaced by another actor to play like a normal age yeah yeah yeah. um so it looks like they're going to be going down the route of of replacing him with another villain um two of the big names that have come out at the moment is potentially galactus and dr doom who will be very interesting um Talking of galactus we've had a couple of um of we've got a couple of, of front runners now for for some new castings one of them being Javier Bardem who is apparently um uh, soon to be announced to be playing galactus um i don't know what film that is i believe that it might be fantastic 4 um and another one from fantastic 4 is pedro pascal um potentially playing reed richards or Mr. Fantastic. What do you think of that, Mike?
1: Pedro Pascal.
0: He was oh, a... that guy. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, I think Javier Bardem as a villain would be incredible. I mean, he was great yeah. in... Skyfall. Um, Skyfall. Yeah. As a villain. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. a bit of a camp villain. But I think, like, if, if he goes sort of down the route of his no country for old men villain, yep. where he's just sort of, like, collected, calm, like sinister almost that'd yeah. be great so i think that'd yeah. be a good shout i think so pedro pascal uh, that reed
0: rich no see now i think john krasinski i have really i really hoped that it was going to be john krasinski and emily blunt yeah and go down the fan casting route yeah. i think i think Basc- if you're not gonna get john krasinski i think pedro pascal but it's a bit of a strange casting, because Pedro Pascal is... is uh, let me see how old he is. Um, he's 48. So he's 48, so he's nearly 50. Is this something that Marvel want to be doing with with... What is potentially a huge character in the MCU? Um, bringing in someone that hasn't really got the longevity to be doing another ten years of movies. Mm. So I'm I mean, it depends how it depends how character.
1: physically tax, taxing uh, Mr. Elastic because, is, isn't
0: it? Yeah, Mr. Elastic um, or Mr. Fantastic or Mr. Fantastic well, he's, Elastic.
1: He's super super he's stretchy. stretchy.
0: Isn't he? So he's stretchy, yeah. Yeah, Mr.
1: Elastic.
0: I'm sure that's one of his nicknames, isn't it? Uh, I don't know his his actual superhero name is Mister Fantastic. Oh,
1: huh.
0: yeah, Mister Fantastic, Super mm, Elastic, Mister mm, 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 <laughs> Lover Lover. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I I don't think I'd be upset with Pedro Pascal as... I think he's he's proved to be a really good actor. Um no, he is so absolutely. For anyone who who don't know that that is, uh, he played Mandalorian. Although you probably wouldn't recognise his face from that. Um, he's also Joel in The Last of Us and he was in that really weird film with um nicholas cage where nicholas cage played himself oh yeah and he was he, there's that meme and there's that he meme like... going around where he's smiling in the car <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but he was
1: also in game of Thrones. Was he was in game um, of Thrones, yes yeah yeah you murdered her you raped her and you killed her children admit it and like in, I, th- and I think the- you
0: could play Mister Fantastic with a performance like that. Thanks. Get a bit grey in your hair, you'll be well away. Yeah, just make me super stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and my last bit of news uh, on on the MCU, and we're all ooh. up to date, is that four five is pretty much all but confirmed. But Taika Waititi will not be returning to direct it. I think that's good. I think that's a good thing. I think he's... I, I... I'm i a little bit gutted yeah. because I think he done really well in Ragnarok. He went too far in Love and Thunder. But I think it would have been nice to give him the opportunity to rein it back in again because I do believe that he is a really good director. Um, but it will be interesting to find out who they'll be replacing him with. Would
1: he still be Cork? Cool?
0: I don't, I don't know, because all it said was that Taika Waititi won't be returning as a director. Yeah, I think it may be difficult to come back and not be the director. But then again, um, money's money. Yes, and John, <laughs> what's his name? The guy who plays. So John Favreau directed the first two um, Iron Man films. Um, wasn't yeah, asked to he... direct the third one, but he still came back as happy. So. Yeah. Uh, potentially yeah but he, he's a big fan of Marvel isn't he so he is yeah yeah and he's hes quite a big name in Disney and I didn't know Mike he directed Elf as well yeah yeah I didn't know yeah. that good old John mm-hmm. Favreau good guy yeah what a guy what a guy what a what a guy what a man and that Mike that wraps up my MCU slash actors news wrap-up news
1: well nice um Are we does everybody feel, feel, up feel up to date?
0: Yeah. I feel I felt up to date. Do you feel yeah. up to date? Yeah. Yeah. My beers feel up to date. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Right, we're all up to date. Perfect. Um,
1: well, Joe, so I was gonna mention I mm. you, you you brought up um Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> I've finished Loki. Ah, yes. I watched it, I binged it. Um and I'm still confused okay there's things the things i don't understand and try to remember what it was that i can't i can't get my head around um <laughs> well all right so, so that's so i I don't i don't so time existed before the TVA. so obviously the TVA is
0: going kind of peak tongue because the, the, the prongs are all coming out i'm just going to put in a caveat a spoiler alert just in case we do oh, yeah, get sorry. into spoilers here um, so
1: it's it's going ping-tong because so all the prongs are coming out. They're not being pruned or whatever yep. the word is. Yep. Right. But surely that's just it going back into its natural state. So what's so
0: wrong about that? So the problem is, is that the the fact that the branches were getting out of control, it was overworking the temporal loom, which was created by um, Victor Timely. Yeah. Before he become King the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Um, when... Uh, Sylvie killed Kang the Conqueror at the end of Season 1. Uh-huh. It turns out that the temporal loom was actually a safety device to basically... It was put in place to destroy the TVA if Kang was killed. It was almost like a um, a red button, in a way.
1: Like a Dead Man
0: switch. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it was. it was... It it, it was the the whole idea of that was that it was going to destroy the TVA because he was killed and it was to stop. It was to stop the other Kangs because the whole point of the one who remains, he's like a good version of Kang and he's basically trying to prevent the incursion and the multiple timelines so that all the Kangs can't get together. Oh, so he's not a big bad. And fuck shit up. No, um, the one who remains is actually the good version, is one of the good versions of Kang, same as um, Victor Timely.
1: Victor Timely, yeah.
0: So they're just trying to prevent the bad Kangs. (laughs) Right. So that's why Loki feels like, you
1: need to keep him alive.
0: Yes, but because they feel so bad about killing all the, like, kajillions of people that are living on the other... Branching timelines. yeah That's why they're so intent on making sure that those timelines all exist, exist in one space. Right. So
1: is that the bad part of the good king? Is that he's destroying those timelines, ensuring that the bad kings to yes. ensure the bad kings don't come to light. But in doing yes. that, he's killing billions of people. Yes. Off of those timelines. Right. Okay, if yes. that makes sense now. Um. And one thing I did really, really like, and mm-hmm. I loved the visuals of it, and I thought it was just a stunning scene, yep. was Loki now turning the, the temporal loom into Idrisil. I thought yes. that whole bit was stunning. yes,
0: that, uh, that uh, Yeah, that was so beautiful, so well done. There was the whole transformation from the character yeah. going from what we've seen of Loki lately where he's been a bit suited and booted and kind of looking a bit mortal to then walking up to um, his new throne and the horns come out and you see his cape come, but his capes like tattered and it's almost connected onto the branches as well. And Mm -hmm. he's bringing life to the branches. So the major thing is at the moment is that that's actually the, um, the film version of um Loki God of Stories, um, okay. who is basically in one of the comic book lines, he was creating all of the Marvel stories. Right. And now it's his the whole thing was like he's burdened, burdened by a glorious purpose. Cause yeah, now and that's all it. he yeah. can do now is just sit on that throne and make sure that he's giving life to all of those timelines. And yeah. yeah, like you say, Mike, it, it it pans out and then the, the camera twists and it shows all the time, bran- the branches coming in <clears throat> yeah. through Loki and then out at the top. And yeah, it's but then the it's perfect all the depiction and stuff. of, yeah, yeah, of, of yeah. Vigdrasil. Yeah. And, yeah. and almost like, but
1: Loki with, all of, like, the the, tree. with all of the Thor and Loki stuff, obviously I'm big on the Norse mythology. Yeah. Much like you are. Mm-hmm. Um, And I try and look for the actual sort of references to the mythology. Yeah. And this whole scene of him, like giving life to these timelines and Mm -hmm. that's his glorious purpose. Yeah. Reminded me of the story of when he was imprisoned by Odin and was having poison acid dripping on his forehead for all of eternity, for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Um, Which obviously then he broke free, broke free, uh, got, um, The World Serpent 3 and Fenrir 3, and that's what started Ragnarok. So, I wonder if that's going to become a thing, whether or
0: not
1: he recognizes something in the timelines and he stops that and he becomes the baddie again.
0: Well, yeah, I I think it's not so much him becoming the baddie, but um, one of the big theories going about at the moment um, is that he is going to, he was going to see um, the Kangs building. Their team of alternate Avengers, um, right, and then he was going to build his own team of Avengers to then go to Battle World and fight each other, which is like the main story of the 2013 run of uh, Secret Wars, right. Um, so it looks like it could be that that he sees that coming, and then it's it's him who passes on the message to say, right, we need this particular Iron Man, this particular yeah. Captain America, we need this particular whoever, and put yeah. his own team together to stop Kang. Right. But then obviously, but now, the <laughs> Jonathan Major's thing. Yeah, it won't be <laughs> Kang. So it, I, it it could still be done with um, Doctor Doom, I think. He, he could do you kind reckon, of take that do you
1: role. Reckon, as I say, do you reckon that him now controlling the, the, the prunes and stuff... Do you reckon that, that that could potentially be spun as the multiverse is now under control.
0: Yes, I've, I think it it maintains the fact that the multiverse is still a possibility and is yeah. still happening. But yeah. I think it's it's more of a really nice way of ending Kang. I think because yeah. you get that little you get that little throwback scene to when Kang's a kid and he's making his candles and he turns around and looks at the window, which would have been when. Um, Miss Minutes got the and, yeah. um, and Runo, uh, Ramona um, put the the TVA book through his window and he yeah. looks back, nothing comes through the window, so he goes back to making his candles. That could yeah. be a nice way of saying, well, that was when Kang was supposed to become Kang, yeah. but because of what Loki's done, he's stopped Kang from becoming Victor Timely and then, yeah. in essence, becoming Kang, and now Kang isn't a threat. Yeah. Hence, Doctor Doom. Uh... Yes, So I think that could be a possibility. I would like to, but I don't think we're going to get that, but it would have been nice to have some kind of scene where you get the council of Kangs together and Mm. basically Dr. Doom comes in and easily kills them all Yeah, just to to show how powerful he is. Um, But obviously with Jonathan Majors not coming back now, that's going to be quite difficult. Or maybe if they can spin it in a way that it's done off camera, um Mm -hmm. but still maintain the effect of how badass um uh, uh, um, dr doom is yeah um but yeah only yeah time will tell i'm sure we'll find out a little bit more um obviously at the moment they're still going with the fact that the movie that's coming the next avengers film is going to be the kang dynasty Mm. I don't know, so I'm, I'm sure... it could be
1: cancelled, probably. That,
0: yeah, it'll either be cancelled or maybe just renamed. Um, yeah. um,
1: the other thing I was going to say about the Loki series before yes. we move on to Avengers and stuff, is there was a moment when I was watching it, I was going, why isn't Loki using these powers? Like, he's he's, he's got all this magic stuff, and he's just hitting people around the head. What's he doing? <laughs> and then, like, literally five minutes later, they were like... Oh, the systems are down. That means we can use our powers. Yeah. Or like, take the system down. That means the, the, the usage of powers are, are the thing now. And they're like, turn it off. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that's why. Yeah. That's obviously something that was said in the first series. And I forgot about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, to be fair. I, Cause all I could remember about the first series is that you can't time travel within the TVA because it kind of breaks the whole idea of the TVA being outside of all time and space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved, yeah. Th- there was obviously that, but I loved the fact that when he began to be able to work out how he could control his time slipping, yeah. yeah. And there's this one really nice scene where he stops time to speak mm-hmm. to, um, uh to, speak to Sylvie, yeah. And over, yeah. you see all the 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 sort of strands of where the the, the people have kind of been ripped yeah out of that the time um yeah there's some really gorgeous shots in this and i I think this is it Uh, well apparently when they first pitched the idea of the loki tv show it was always going to be two seasons and only two seasons yeah so this does feel like it hasn't been rushed out it hasn't been like let's just do that because that's another superhero like it did feel like with um she hulk it feels like this is it's set in the universe it's making big steps among the universe this is definitely how the the mcu tv show should be done in the way that it's just the same quality as the film but it's got to be stretched out because of the story that it's telling yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah um can i just do a shout out to mm-hmm. both owen wilson and ki huai kwan's yes performances yes definitely because i thought they were both incredible
0: yeah. yeah yeah definitely um, i i really hope that we see more of obi In it, and obviously, I don't think we're going to get Mobius Mobius, uh, anymore because he kind of went back to his family. I'd like even to see Sylvie again. I think um, I can't remember the actress' name, but I think she was brilliant across both seasons as well Um, in being this like having the Loki side of her, where she's quite mischievous and like a little bit like I'm bigger and better than all of you. But then yeah. also having the, the bringing in that little bit of humanity. Um, yeah, being uh, content. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I think that was that was amazing. I think the, yeah. the whole thing was just incredible. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. That's, like I say,
1: that's one of the gems of the new, three, the new phases. But yeah. that's not saying much because there's been a lot of there's shit. There's been a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yes, yes. Shall we do, Michael? Michael of the Hobblies, family hobbly. Uh, our favourite headline of the week. Yeah,
1: let's do it. Let's it's about that time, I think.
0: It was about that time.
1: It's about that time. So the headline reads Joe, plane forced to return to airport after horse escapes on board. The pilot says the horse managed to escape its stall on the Boeing 747 in an audio recording of his exchange with air traffic control. Now I've got a few things that popped to my mind when I read this. First of all, pretty sure a horse can't fit underneath a seat. Second of all, is this actually news or is it potentially a sequel to Snakes on a Plane? And <laughs> third of all, was he just not high,
0: the pilot? <laughs> um, well, he was definitely high. Probably about three thousand, three hundred thousand feet. <laughs> Or 30,000 feet, even. Very good, very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, I would love this to be a sequel. I've had it with these motherfucking horses on this motherfucking plane.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe they take... You know, you know usually the, the question is, would you fight one horse-sized duck or a, a, a hundred horse... the duck-sized horses? Maybe this is taking that on board as, like, a horse-sized snake or a yeah. hundred snake-sized horses. <laughs> I think really it'd just be
0: just have a fight with a, 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 just a normal horse on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking horses on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> plane. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I, well, it must have been in the hold, surely, because... Like you said, you're not getting it under the seat, and it's definitely not going in the overhead lockers. Um, oh, this, is, this
1: is a very... Although,
0: have you seen, like, the, the air hostesses... Uh, sorry, cabin crew. completely mm-hmm. politically correct. Cabin crew can literally fit anything in the overhead lockers. It's like a superpower. <laughs> they will literally just shove anything in there, yeah. and they can still get that door closed incredible but I,
1: like, I, I like it when they're trying to sort it out but then they look down the aisle like right the way down the plane it's like, oh, i see a cap there yeah I mean, yeah <laughs> some poor geyser's gotta
0: walk about three hours to get his bag, <laughs> just get his laptop out
1: <laughs> that's the biggest part of their training is spotting gaps <laughs> Yeah,
0: they have to do three hours of Tetris training before they can, uh before they're allowed on the on the plane. <laughs> Maybe this just going through their heads, like they're they're putting all the bags in and going. <speaking> and, singing and, singing> and then the horse comes like, oh wow, how bad is that? Now this, I was not prepared for this.
1: Squares, even L's. I am all right with L's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, I was just reading here; it's quite it's quite misleading. This headline um, it makes it seem like it's a passenger plane. It's not; it's a cargo plane. It's a seven four seven cargo plane, and yeah. they are they said to air traffic control, we have a live animal, a horse, on board the airplane, and the horse managed to escape to its its stalls. We don't have a problem as of flying wise, but we need to return to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure.
0: <laughs> Imagine how these poor horses feeling at this time. This is not natural, Yeah,
1: <laughs> Why is I my ain't no Pegasus. So
0: I'm not supposed to be up here. <laughs> Please, please tell me that they bring renamed that horse Pegasus now. <laughs> they've got to have done.
1: I like I just... that. I'm Pegasus. <laughs> so... I think
0: it would have been amazing if that's actually what he said to air traffic control. we went, I've in with this motherfucking horse on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> Oh god. The yeah. pilot
1: can be heard asking air traffic control to request a vet is present when the flight lands at New York JFK Airport. We have a horse in difficulty. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <They deck it>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> They're just wrestling him down, guys. Sir, sir, take your seat, sir, sir, please take your seat. The seatbelt side is on, sir, sir. As they're, like, wrestling it to the floor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Upon landing, the controller towel worker asked the pilot if they required assistance. On the ground? Negative. On the ramp? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to say they went, nay. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah, could you, imagine? Could oh, you? <laughs> imagine? Imagine if air traffic controls around and went, guys, just stop hosing around now, please.
1: <laughs> and as they're coming off waiting for their plane to be refueled like, oh guys why the long face
0: <laughs> you do know you've got to pay your landing fees again right so uh pony up <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> why stalling
0: <laughs> oh god <laughs> Hey! <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that you fucking did that right yeah. at the end of my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. For more bad puns, come back next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it hasn't given the name of the horse.
0: Um, well, I think from here on out, we're going to call it Pegasus. Pegasus, yeah, I agree. Pegasus. Yeah. What was flight just, was this?
1: Uh, it was a, it does say, an
0: Air Atlantic, Air Atlanta Icelandic. Oh. There you go. So I was going to Iceland. So it was either an Icelandic horse or an American horse going to Iceland, perhaps.
1: Yeah. Unless, unless it was a flight from America to Iceland and then connecting somewhere else. Oh, yeah, potentially. Because you often... Or the horse was just going on vacation. Yeah. Skiing. Yeah poor guy and he's had an horrible time yeah mm. yeah i'd love to hear i'd love to hear the re- recording of that
0: <laughs> just just a horse just freaking the fuck out in the background <laughs>
1: just lo- just loads of walls <laughs> yeah Whoa, uh,
0: boy. air traffic control <laughs> uh, i got a problem <laughs> <laughs> Help <laughs> Heyday, heyday
1: Nay Day, nay day
0: Nay day, <laughs> hey, we did have one left in the locker mic. Yeah. <laughs> right,
1: Should we should we leave it there before we think of some even more terrible puns Yes, yes we better. Force related or plane related yes well that's been the missing intelligence podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode um it's it, rather news we haven't done like a news heavy episode in a while
0: jo. no but so because was, of all the yeah. strikes and such there hasn't really been much going on yeah so it's been a bit of
1: a nice change of pace with a yeah. bit of silliness to begin with hmm. um we're still looking for um suggestions of favorite moments for the from the podcast this year so get in touch with us on that we haven't received any emails joe i did put the email in the in the description we haven't had any emails yet apart from from warner Bros. telling us about passes and stuff oh we've had that um we're also looking for records to break world records so suggestions for that will be really good um yeah, and you can chat to us on all of the socials. I'm, I was thinking about making like a forum or something on our Facebook page. Mm. Just for like general chit chat. Yeah. So I might look into doing that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. That might become a thing. But you can get us on all the socials other than PooTube, the 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 the, the platform which we have a hiatus from. Um. Yeah, damn those guys. Yeah, those yeah. big yeah. heads. Um stupid doo-doo heads. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find us at the Missing Intel Pod on all the socials. Join the chat today. Joe, have you got any final say to this episode? No. Nope. I was
0: really hoping he was gonna say nay. Hey. Nay. <laughs> That's a really that, that horse's balls are dropped. <laughs> nay. <laughs> It's a Barry Whitehorse. (laughs) Nay.
1: (laughs) Nay. Can't get enough of your love, babe.
0: What can I do? The plane, the horse is loose. (laughs) On the plane, need to come back down soon. (laughs) (laughs) The hooves are off. It's coming down I can't think of The next line now We should just Stop this recording Michael Hold it down
1: You have been listening to the Missing Intelligence pod. Joe, where can people come and join the chat?
0: Well, you can tweet us on Twitter. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Duet us on TikTok. Poke us on Facebook. do subscribe to us on YouTube. Or um, uh, what do you do on threads? I don't know. Um,
1: like so maybe? So us on threads? Is that a thing? I don't know. Like, it's so new. Sow us on threads. There you go. Why not? All of them are at the missing intel pod. So find us there and let us know your thoughts and join the chat today.